Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Forbidden archaeology. Forgotten history. Divination. Magic. Cryptozoology. UFOs. Nature. Science. And spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Tuesday night from 10 to 10.30, a little half-hour class, which means that this is not that long. I should probably bring her on since I see her there in the queue. Welcome, Susan, and green blessings I beat you to at this Green time. blessings. How are you this evening, and what are you and your band up to? We are doing all kinds of things. Uh, we, we're actually rehearsing a new bass, uh, uh, bass player tonight. And uh, Excuse me. <clears throat> That's something in my throat. And uh, he seemed pretty good. I actually liked the guy a lot. And he had actually heard the show before. So how fascinating was that? Then wow. when he showed up, like, oh, yeah, I know Susan Weed, and I think I might have heard your show before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So, okay, are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. I put I put it back on the on the level I like. Okay, good. Yes, okay. and so that was very fascinating that he had actually been familiar with you because he knew after we were done rehearsing that I'd be here. He's like, oh, yeah, I've heard of her, and I think I've heard your show before. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Uh, what fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's great. And have you... 
are you did you tell me last week that you're setting up another tour? Um I was setting up for next year, yes. Not next for this year. year yet, but uh we're setting up for next spring, um some festivals and things. All right. So you're not about to to pile in a van and go off somewhere? Not not right now, no. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> not until April or May. <laughs> As far as I know. <laughs> the rest of the summer, the autumn, the winter, and then we'll be in a traveling place again. Right. Right. Which I love. I'm actually quite a big fan of travel. Uh, mm. Some people aren't. Some people are. Not of driving, I mean, but of seeing the new places. Driving isn't my favorite thing, but I do enjoy being in the new places. <laughs> I suspect that you're the kind of traveler who actually does put yourself in new places. Yes. I I like to soak in the environment, just like when I was in New Orleans or whatever. I didn't just go to the touristy places either. You know, We had some interesting people with us that knew the city, so it was like they took us to some of the, um, you, know, you know, or guided us or whatever to some of the more interesting uh, things that have a feel or the flavor for that town. And and that's kind of what I like. If it could be done, yes. you know, a budget. And yeah, and that's that. what I mean, actually, you know, like experiencing places. I also enjoy traveling and experiencing places, and I right. find that there are people who seem to travel looking for home. Right. They're looking for the McDonald's, like my parents. Look at that, hon. There's a McDonald's just like in our neighborhood. <laughs> Sorry. Right, and you think, why have you traveled all this distance? There's always going to be some discomfort to travel. <laughs> of course. Right, so the, you, know, you might as well add some mental discomfort to your physical discomfort and really make it a full experience. Right. And I want to feel like what's there, what's local, what did they do well. Like if I go to the local restaurant and somebody tells me it's good, I was like, okay, I won't say what do I want. I will say what do you do well. The reason I'm here. Ah, excellent. Yes. Yes. Invite them to show you their best. Mm hmm. Invite them to show you your be- their best. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I remember the first night that my concert and I were in Spain, and we didn't realize that the usual time for dinner. Your last meal of the day in Spain is like 10 o'clock on. Mm. So, you know, it's like our dinner time, 6.30, 7 o'clock, and we're walking around and all the restaurants are closed. And we're thinking, is it Monday? Is it a holiday? Right. Uh, and finally we come to like a hotel that has a restaurant attached to it. So the hotel is open. And we go into the restaurant. And they say, oh, no, 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 we're not open. And we're like... Why are none of the restaurants open? They said, well, because the restaurants aren't open until restaurant opening time, which is 10 o'clock. And we're like, 10 o'clock! And <laughs> we're going to start oh. to death before this. So this waiter took pity on us and said, I will take care of you, and ducked us into this little corner table. And as you say, we didn't get a menu. We got what they were what they were probably serving the staff, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully that's what they were good at. <laughs> Right, well, supposedly that's usually the best thing, and it was good. It was wonderful, and it was, you know, so nice. We thereafter figured out, you know, a wonderful place to go at the appropriate time, but we were glad to have 
a meal at our time on that day. Because mm-hmm. our bellies were saying, meal time, meal time, you can't wait another two and a half hours. Uh, so our next um, tree in our 13 moon cycle is the 10th tree, and it is Muin. And Muin is translated as a climbing plant. Now, whenever you have something as <clears throat> indefinite as a climbing plant, you, right. of course, are going to have a great many contenders for the throne of Muin. I am the climbing plant. No, I am the climbing plant. Well, it is further said that this is a climbing plant which bears fruit. So, you know, we could even include such things if it was an American cycle as poison ivy, but fortunately there isn't poison ivy where this cycle was. The two big contenders for the title of Muin are grape and bramble. Bramble being raspberry, blackberry, black raspberry, and so on. So, not wanting to pick favorites, I thought we would talk about one of them this week and one of them next week. And then people can make their own decision as to which climbing plant they want, or if they want a dual designation on this, so that they can say Muin is both grapevine and bramble. Although they are different kinds of vines and have different tasks that they do. So let's start with grapevine. Muin, the vine, is Vitus venifera. The vine of life, vitus, life, venifera, the vine of life. Muin means to enclose, to surround, to embrace, to include, to shut in. Very interesting group of words there from the, we would all welcome the embrace to, we're not so sure about being shut in. Included, yes. Surrounded, hmm, maybe we're not so sure, unless we're something that needs to be protected, and then how wonderful to be surrounded. So does Grapevine really do this? In many ways, it doesn't. In some interesting ways, it does. So where grapevine grows, it tends to grow up. In fact, people can sometimes be in an area where there's a lot of grapevine and not really realize it. The cultivated grapevines that we're used to seeing are pruned, and they're pruned very heavily because grapes bear fruit on the new growth. So when a grapevine grows up a tree... It has its flowers and its grapes way up high where the birds can't get to them. And that's good for the birds and good for the grapes. And it's like it's happening up in this treetop world that we're not involved in. 
we can't get to those grapes. So when we want to grow grapes commercially, we plant them in neat rows and we put string up wires and then we cut the grape vines back to a stalk at the end of the year. The next year, as the grape vines begin to grow, we take the vine that is growing out of it and we train it along the wires that we have strung up, cutting off all but the number of vines that we have chosen. This makes it for a very neat and orderly vineyard, one in which it is quite easy to harvest the grapes, either by hand or um, by whatever other way one is going to do it. <clears throat> Whereas in the wild, as I said, grapevines tend to grow multiple, multiple branches. And when they are young and rather at the level of covering shrubs and starting to grow up things, we can see the great many vines that they have. And so in this way, they do enclose and surround and embrace. However, as they grow up, they get a woody trunk. And thus we can see why it could be included as a tree of the 13 moons. That woody trunk parallels the tree. It is a consort to the tree. Some vines hang on the tree and cling to the tree and don't really do the tree any good at all. But grapevines are great companions to the tree and bring birds to the tree and birds that may eat detrimental insects from the tree. So the grapevine is a friend to the tree. It's not necessarily a friend to the shrub, which you can really cover over and block out the sunlight from. But then again, those grapes are easier for us to pick. So when we are cultivating grapevines, as I said, we plant them in rows and we cut them back. And we do this every year. So we saw down any woody growth just back to this, like a, almost a woody stump that we have. And we do this year after year after year. And grapevines are extremely long-lived. There are wild grapevines in the forest where I live that are certainly at least 100 years old, if not quite a bit older. And there are vineyards. There are vineyards even in California now that are more than 100 years old, the grapevines. There are vineyards in France and vineyards in Italy and Spain where the vines are hundreds of years old. When I was in the Holy Land, when I was in the Galilee, I was told that there are still grapevines growing and bearing that bore the fruit that made the wine that Jesus drank. Wow. Those grapevines are more than 2,000 years old. Now, I don't know if this story is true. I'm not telling you, wow, grapevines can live for 2,000 years. Maybe they can, and maybe they can't. As we know, all things do come to their ends. But that it could even be a legend or a story tells me something interesting about the longevity of grapes and why grapes to my mind, are the climbing 
plant, the muin, the fruit-bearing plant. The grapevine could make a wand. It could even make a staff if it is sufficiently owned because the grapevine does get very woody. And in its wild state, it gets extremely woody. One of the wild grapevines at back where I live, which I believe to be more than 100 years old, is so woody and so large that one can swing on it like someone in a tropical place that is well fastened up at the top of the tree and hanging down and as big around or bigger than one's wrist. I would never want to cut this grapevine, but I could see a situation in which someone might in order to make a wand, to make a staff from it, And remember that even if one were to cut it, it would spring afresh. Even if one were to cut the grapevine right down to a stump, it would grow again. That's how we cultivate grapes. We cut them right down. So the grape is the symbol of renewal. The grape is the symbol of that which no matter how cut down it is, comes back again and again. The grape is renewal. The grape is returning from a brush with death. Grapes were one of the very first healing foods that I was introduced to. We're pretty clear now that foods are herbs, that foods are healing substances in our lives. But, of course, there there is that kind of divide that is in some people's minds that there are some things that are herbs and some things that are foods. And certainly grapes is one of those that, like, really sits right on the boundary and says, you know, catch me if you can. Right. Right? We know that red wine contains a substance called resveratrol. And that resveratrol helps us to live longer. One possible action of resveratrol is that it helps the telomeres. Telomeres are like the stuff at the end of your shoelace. If you have a shoelace, And then the end of your shoelace, there's like some kind of plasticky stuff on it Mm -hmm. so that you can put it through the eyelets. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. If it was just like the end of a shoelace, you couldn't stick it through the hole. So it gets like compressed down. And a telomere is just like that. It looks apparently uh, just like that end of of a shoelace. And every time that cell replicates, a little bit of the telomere is sheared off. And resveratrol, among many other substances, has been shown to preserve the telomeres so that still a little bit is taken off, but less is taken off. And so we would say that these are true foods and substances of longevity. Now, we certainly know that throughout history... There have been those who have believed that longevity lies in a bottle of wine and that one must drink it to the very end and look into the bottom to find longevity. And that there have been a whole cults, like the cult of Bacchus, 
All right, where wine drinking was held up to be the holiest of holies, and to, to get drunk on wine was to do the will of the gods. Bacchanal, a word that we have for a blowout party, comes from this root, from Bacchus, to be debauched or debauched is similarly from the Bacchanal, from Bacchus, from drinking in wine until you were delirious. And Bacchus is the god of the grapes, the god of the vine, the god of the wine. I remember that it is a privilege and an amazing thing to be able to drink water. Through most of human history, water has simply not been safe to drink. And that's because people have not always seen to it that their sewage and their water have been kept absolutely separate. As a matter of fact, we could even say that today there are places in the world where sewage and water are not kept as separate as they would like. I was reading that I think it's some place where a Summer Olympics is going to be, and they had promised that where the swimmers were going to be, that they would stop dumping sewage, raw sewage into that bay. But they're saying they just don't think they're going to have the time to do that. So water <clears throat> has not often been safe to drink for human beings on this planet. What was safe to drink was to turn that water into wine, ferment those grapes, ferment the water, now it's alcoholic. There are no foodborne bacteria in there or fecal-borne bacteria in there either. So wine was directly longevity. Because if you drank wine, you weren't drinking water, and water would make you sick and kill you. And so wine, instead of water, kept you healthier. We know today that one glass of wine a day is a health benefit for the vast majority of people. You get that second or the third glass, you're losing health benefits here. But that very first glass, that one glass of wine, especially if it's red wine, is healthy for the cardiovascular system. For women, there's a downside, and that is even that one glass of wine increases slightly the risk of breast cancer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a mixed blessing there. And what we usually say is that, you know, up until the age of 60, the woman's probably better off not drinking that glass of wine. But after the age of 60, where the breast cancer, if she gets it, is going to be more slow growing, and the heart attack, if she has it, is going to be pretty swift, that she's probably better off trading on the side of drinking the glass of wine there after the age of 60. Or maybe some vodka, or, you know, trade it off with something else. Well, yeah, but we're talking about moo in here. We're talking about the vine. We're talking about the vine of life. And these these health-giving properties are most closely associated with wine. It's not just the alcohol, um, although, you know, a small amount of alcohol, again, on a daily basis, but a small amount like half an ounce of mm-hmm. some other kind of alcohol besides wine, again, is associated with health benefits and with an increase in the risk of breast cancer. Okay. But as I was saying, I was introduced to grapes almost as an herbal remedy. 
because we weren't thinking so much about about food remedies at that point. And so it was an herbal teacher who said that whenever anyone has a chronic illness, they need grapes and grape juice. Now, my history with grapes and grape juice has been the history of someone who was born in the 40s or 50s in the United States, and that has been that for most of our adulthood, we haven't bought grapes because the grape workers have asked us not to. We've maybe guiltily eaten grapes at a party because, well, after all, they've already been bought, and I love grapes. I have, however, I must admit, continued to drink grape juice, even though, thank you, Cesar Chavez, I have, you know, held firm to your purpose. And not bought those grapes. Now I can buy organic grapes. That's good. We're hoping the workers are treated well there. Um, and yet my teachers were saying the grape cure, the, these these grapes are so powerful for convalescents and for people who have chronic problems. So I was glad to learn that the same benefits that we're talking about in red wine hold true for grape juice. Mm. So for women before the age of 60, make that one glass of grape juice a day while everyone else is enjoying their wine and you'll have a much clearer head for it. It is said that grapes enter circulation extremely rapidly and thus they are able to increase strength. They have some very interesting sugars in them that are different than the sugars that we find in any other fruit. As we know, of course, if you dry a grape, you get a raisin. And raisins are sweet. So that kind of tells us about how sweet the grapes are. And this is a sugar that many people believe is ideally suited to rebuilding tissues in the bodies. That if, say, one has had a heart attack, and is recovering from that, or someone has done chemotherapy or radiation and dealing with a cancer, that grapes and grape juice are the perfect foods for restoring the flesh to the body, restoring the soul and the spirit of the body. Mm-hmm. Grapes and gr- grape juice are considered to be a diuretic. They help us to urinate. A digestive, they help us to digest our food. And a cholagogue, they help us to produce bile and to bring that bile to bear on our food as needed. In addition to using the grapes themselves, we also use grape leaves and grape leaves are cooked you could go outside to a wild grapevine or to a cultivated grapevine for that matter and pick some big leaves dump them in boiling water while your grape leaves are boiling find grains and vegetables in your refrigerator mince up the vegetables and mix it with the grain and season it with some uh, some Mediterranean seasonings like oregano or thyme or lavender or fennel, um, r- rosemary, wonderful um, herbs from the Mediterranean area, most, most of them in the mint family. And then take your hot grape leaves out, snip off the um, 
little stem there and put a tablespoon full of your grain and herb and vegetable mixture into the grape leaf and fold the sides in and roll it up. Put it in a dish. Pour olive oil and lemon juice over all of your dolma when they are ready. Put a lid on, put it in the refrigerator, let it marinate a few hours, and you have stuffed, stuffed grape leaves that easy. Dolma, dolmasi, they are often called, and they are delicious. Absolutely. The Yeah, the wood of the grapevine, as I mentioned, is also used, and it's primarily used for baskets. Vine baskets are beautiful, beautiful vat baskets, especially because grapevine has those little curly cues that help them grow and cling to things. We can also make wreaths from grapevines, and grapevine wreaths are very, very beautiful. And as a matter of fact, many wreaths now that you would buy, even if they have artificial flowers or other things on them, are often still made of natural grapevine. It's such a wonderful, sturdy material for wreaths. Just this morning, I was out for a walk um, with my consort and a wonderful apprentice, and we passed by some grapevine. The grapevine is very lush here this year in the Catskills. Had many, many flowers, so we're expecting a whole lot of grapes, especially on the ones that are growing on the bushes. And there was one draping itself over a bush with all of its little curly hues coming out. And they come out like a, like a snake's tongue. They come out forked, and then they kind of curl away from each other, not up, not down, but out to the sides. And I picked one of those forked curling tendrils for each one of us and we chewed on them as we walked along they're delightfully sour they're nice and crunchy they're loaded with vitamin c and the grapevine doesn't mind if you chew on them because it will make lots and lots and lots more of them muin a climbing plant that bears I have more to say about grapes, but we have come to the end of our time tonight, and since we're going to be talking about Nguyen next week, I will start with magical uses of grapes and grapevines, and then we will segue into brambles and talk about brambles next week. Thank you so much for keeping the Main Street universe lit up and glowing for us all to come and play and enjoy ourselves here. I certainly do. Thank you for giving me a forum to remind people that herbal medicine is people's medicine. It's the medicine that grows right outside your door. Good night and green blessings. All right. Good night to you and green blessings to you and well. And thank you so much for joining us every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Miss Susan Weed, Green Magic, Green Medicine. You can find her. She's a wise woman center. And look her up online. And thank you all. Forbidden archaeology. Forgotten history. Divination. Magic. Cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. 
unconscious now He's unaware of his pain When he returns He will be happy His thoughts will be with him again You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.